Hey guys, welcome back. Confessions of a Dental Office. Happy Wednesday. Happy last Wednesday in October. Oh my gosh, November's knocking on our door, which means December's following and then January. Insane. I say this every week, but it's like literally insane. Finish off your month strong. I don't know about you guys, but October's been such a shitty, shitty month. Um, I see a lot of people posting online that September was their shitty month and September wasn't horrible for us. Uh, October is horrible. Hygiene is keeping us afloat. We have not had any cancellations for hygiene. Hygiene is jamming right along, but the doctor's schedule just falling apart left and right. We're trying to embrace it and take the time needed to regroup, revamp, get some things ready for next year, get some things in order to put into action come the new year, all that fun stuff. So stay on it, stay on top of it. You'll make it. The end of the year is right around the corner. We got this. This week has been interesting to say the least, and it's only Wednesday, and you guys know I'm off on Wednesday because the office is closed, so Monday and Tuesday have consisted of the cray-cray of my week. I just, I don't think I will ever understand uh, human, the human race as a whole when it comes to dentistry. I have been in this field for... Uh, almost 20 years now. That's really aging myself, but I did, I did start very young. Um, I started off when I was out of high school and college doing, um, front desk stuff. And then it kind of snowballed from there. I worked in the office, um, my entire way through college to pay my way through college. And then when I graduated college, I, um, I got a treatment coordinator position in office. I really liked it. I stayed with it. Um, you know, fast forward, I'm still in school getting my master's, still paying, you know, the dental industry is still paying my way through my master's. And long story short, when I ended up getting my master's, I stayed in the field because I loved it, right? Loved my boss. And I wasn't really into what I went to school for my master's for. I went to school, my master's in child psychology. And after like my internship hours and all that stuff, I found myself drained and tired and sad. You know, like people don't see a child psychologist because they have no issues and they're super happy and they want to come tell you all their happy stories. So I would just be sad and, and it just wasn't for me. I'm not, I'm very em empathic, I think is the right word. I'm very empathic. I pick up people's energy. I take on their feelings. I, I, I soak in all that energy and it just wasn't good for me. So anyways, here I am 20 years later in the dental field and I still do not understand the human race. I have come to learn that the majority of people either are afraid of the dentist or just don't want to come. And I do understand the uncomfortability of it all that, you know, you're laying in a chair, you have somebody hovering over top of you, if not one person, two, and they're sticking things in your mouth and you're, you're very vulnerable and you can't get up and you're, 
you're kind of trapped and you're a little claustrophobe. I a hundred percent get all of that. Do I love being in the dental chair? No. Do I do it? Yes. Because as a person being in the field, I know all the health benefits, the health risks, the systemic connection, you know, all that stuff. So I do it. Do I love it? No, but I do it. You have to do it, you know, whatever. So I know the majority of people do not like going to the dentist. However, I will never understand how these people will make an appointment and cancel it about 17 times. Like keep making it, keep canceling, keep making it, keep canceling, keep making it, keep canceling. And then they get upset with me when I tell them, okay, well, we're not going to reschedule the appointment this time. Why don't you give me a call on a day-to-day basis, a day that you're free. And if I have an opening, we'll get you in same day. Like I'm not, I'm tired of the same, the same stuff happening. Right. And then they get mad at me, which I, I don't, I could care less. And the majority of them are new patients. The majority of them are people we've never seen before that, you know, gas themselves up that they're going to go to the dentist and get their shit done. And then they get scared and then chicken out and they don't come, which I get people. I fucking get it. You're scared of the dentist. Stop making appointments in my chair and reserving time and then not coming because guess what? I have other people that can fill that chair time. I have employees that can be doing other things besides standing at the window waiting for your ass to show up and you decide not to. I have people who want time off but don't take it because the schedule is too full that they don't want to leave an assistant alone or they don't want to, you know, cut the day short or they don't want, you know, it's stop. Stop making appointments that you do not intend on going to. We had a patient come in. Um, She had... a a dental insurance plan that required her to go for an exam and a prophy once a year, which nowadays a lot of Cigna plans do require in order to keep your insurance, you have to have the required treatment. So she was mad, first of all, because we could not get her in for a cleaning until the new year. She's a brand new patient. We don't have hygiene openings until March. Nothing I can do about it. It's standard. A lot of offices are the same way. It's fucking almost November, lady. So she was all mad we couldn't get her in before the new year for a cleaning. So she decides, okay, I'm going to come in just for the exam. And we'll take it from there. So she fills out her paperwork that she hasn't been to a dentist in two years. Two years is not an incredibly long time for some people. For others, it's an eternity. Some people cannot see the dentist for six months and they have plaque buildup and staining and all that jazz. And then some people cannot see a dentist for 10 years and their teeth are perfectly clean like they had them cleaned yesterday. Everybody is different, right? So she wants to know, since she hasn't been to this in two years, is she going to have cavities? Is she? So we obviously tell her, you know, it depends on the doctor's exam. We cannot tell you anything. We're going to want to take x-rays. Nope can't take x-rays. I just need the exam to be compliant with my insurance. Okay. But that's not, that's making me negligent. That's making the doctor negligent that you're going to come in for an exam and we're not going to really see what's going on. So she comes in yesterday and upon visual examination, the doctor says to her, you know, we do need to get you in as soon as we can for a good cleaning. You have a lot of tartar buildup a lot of plaque 
that's just starting to really become hardened on your teeth. So we need to, you know, we need to get you in soon, start there. You have a lot of staining and proximal. And she's like arguing the dentist like, oh, well, I floss every single night. So it's impossible that I have this stuff in between my teeth. So here we go. Taking some inner oral photos, showing them to her, like, look at the staining. Look at the tartar. Look at what is happening. Look. So she's like, ew. I, I don't understand how that happened. I don't understand. Listen, we don't understand either. Because if you really are flossing every single night and taking care of your teeth like you say you are, it shouldn't have been as bad as it was. Yes, it's been two years, but it's going to be bad. You, you have to go to a dentist. You cannot clean your teeth by yourself at home. So you got to go to the dentist. But it was bad. It was pretty bad for two years. So then the doctor was like, you know what? I don't have time to do a cleaning today for you. So we can take a couple x-rays. I can tell you if you have anything else going on because I do see, you know, some brown spotting in between the teeth that, you know, a couple of spots I can, you know, I can tell they're soft, they're decay. Unfortunately, I don't know how far the decay is in there because I need some x-rays. I don't know if they're going to be fillings or crowns without x-rays. And she's like, I'm not taking x-rays. Okay. So we're not proposing any work. Like you don't take x-rays. I'm not, we're not proposing any work. You can go elsewhere. Didn't understand. Finally, she lets the doctor take x-rays. Bitch is loaded with cavities and needs crowns, needs a root canal. Like it's all interproximal. So now she's bitching because she flosses every night. So how is this possible that she has all these cavities in between her teeth when she flosses every night? Okay, so I hear the doctor in there like a saint trying to explain this to her. Then finally she says, okay, have the girl, you know, the doctor's like, I can have the girls write up a treatment plan. You know, we'll see, you know, what your insurance will cover. The girls up front can talk to you about that. Um, You know, we'll get you in for a cleaning as soon as you can. She said, you know, I'm just going to show you on this one tooth in the front. I'm going to use my uh, my Cavitron device. I'm going to use my water you know, in order to show you what your teeth can look like if you have good cleaning. So, okay. So we do one tooth with it. She takes another inner photo. Stainings go on. Look, this is what will happen. You have to have a good cleaning. This fucking one responds with, she's going to Google where she could buy a fucking Cavitron and do it at home because she's not paying for somebody else to clean her teeth. Right, right. Because my hygienist didn't, pay an arm and a fucking leg to go to school to get their licenses and get their degrees in order to be able to clean your teeth. You can buy this shit on Amazon and do it yourself is what this lady was saying. Girl, get the fuck out of my chair. Get the fuck out of my office. If you do not like being here or you do not appreciate or understand the value of what hygienists and dentists actually do? Why are you even wasting our time? Why? And then she like said all this stuff to the doctor and then proceeds to come up to the front and like, oh yeah, maybe I should schedule some ca- some fillings, but I wanted to preach estimate like whatever. And then she just left. And I, I you know, I looked at my boss and I was like, you know what? You're a fucking saint. You are a saint for even entertaining what she was saying to you for the past 45 minutes. Like people like that. I I don't understand. I don't understand guys. 
Somebody please help me because I'm at a loss. How do you go into an office and basically belittle the knowledge of the doctor and the hygienist because you think you can buy the shit on Google and do it yourself? Honey, according to the 10 cavities that you had, the one root canal and the two crowns, I don't think your home remedies are working. That's the end of my rant today. I'm just in a mood. These people don't, they don't get it. They don't get it and I'm tired of trying to explain it to them. After 20 years plus of being in this field, I'm tired of these people. I'm tired of these insurance companies. And I know I'm not the only one. I know my boss is tired. I know my hygienists are tired. I know my assistants are are fucking tired. We are all tired. Because nobody appreciates us. I'm like living in a fucking twilight zone lately with these patients. I mean, we, we, we have the sweetest ones in between and they make your day go smoother. But then you just have days like yesterday where my boss was just like, we looked at the schedule and we were like, no more. No more assholes for the day. Like we are at our quota of dicks for the day. Like we're done. We're done. Oh, good Lord. The week between Christmas and New Year cannot come soon enough because that is the next time that we have a break, a week off, a vacation to regroup ourselves because we're fucking losing it. We're fucking losing it over here. I know I'm not the only one losing it, people. We're losing it together. I'm fucking losing it. (sighs) Anyways, today's a beautiful day um, where I am. It's a beautiful, crisp fall day. So I am going to pick up my little one from daycare early. His birthday is this weekend. So I'm going to pick him up from daycare early and I'm going to take him outside to an orchard local and we're going to pick some apples and do some fun fall activities because I just can't physically look at the schedule anymore and I can't physically listen to any more voicemails or take any more messages or check any more emails from these fucking nasty patients this week. I just, I can't. So I'm turning it off and I'm going to the farm with a three-year-old who's potty training. Hey, got to pick and choose your fucking poison on certain days, right? Anyways, like I said, you are not in this alone. I feel you. I get your burnout. I love the emails. I've gotten three or four emails this week that were not hate mail, which makes me happy because most of my mail is fucking hate mail lately, which by the way, I don't care. Stop sending me emails telling me to watch my mouth or telling me to stop talking nasty or telling me that you don't appreciate my negativity. Don't fucking listen then. Don't email me that shit. I don't respond, number one. And I block you, number two. I don't care. Don't listen. Don't listen to me if you don't like me. I don't like you either. We're, we're good. Move along. But if you do like me, Email me, confessions of a dental office at gmail.com. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I'm not claiming to be. I don't want to be. But if I am your cup of tea, let me know. Email me and we'll talk next week.